Hi, my name is Rosie Demers, uh, playing for Colgate. Um, I'm Montreal, Quebec, and you're listening to College Hockey Talk. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, I'm joined by senior of the Colgate women's hockey team, Rosie Demers. Uh, Rosie, welcome to the podcast, and how's everything going? Well, thanks for having me. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You know, just enjoying the summer, have a little time off before I head back to school, so I'm just trying to enjoy that. I'm assuming you are, too. Yeah, I'm heading back to Colgate in five days, actually, so I'm really excited. That's good to hear. Do you have to do any quarantining uh, before you head down there? I don't know what the situation's like uh, uh, with Canada. No, we actually have to get tested on the first day and the fifth day. And then if everything goes right, everything's going to be back to normal, I guess. Well, that's good to hear. And hopefully things are back to somewhat normalcy. We'll see with this all things going around with the variants. But uh, I hope things are back to normal. Fans should be back in the stands as well. Now, overall, how's training going for yourself, and what are you working on uh, regarding your game uh, for next season? Um, training's been – I mean, I always love coming back home and just uh, working out. Um, I think we have – my strength and conditioning coach has been, like, setting up, like, a gym with just basically hockey players, so it's been really fun to be, like – in a group of seven just hockey players um and i've been working on a lot on you know the game is just so fast now i've been working on a lot of speed um restraining conditioning coach is really big on speed and change of directions yeah no so training's going well is there any part of your game that you hope to improve on the most uh heading into uh next season uh this summer i've been working on my shooting a lot i've been shooting pucks outside um, I actually went to see a coach just to, for my shooting. I've always been a player that likes to pass the puck and didn't really have the confidence, you know, to shoot and trust my shooting. But um, just working on finding the confidence and trusting my ability to score, I guess. Now, have you faced any challenges compared to last year preparing for the upcoming season? Like, has it been hard to find ice time or gym time as well? Or are things kind of getting back to normal as they were uh, before the pandemic? Um, actually when I went back, when I came back from school on May 8th, uh, the gym wasn't open. So I had to work, work, work out on my own for three weeks. So that wasn't as bad as last year, I guess, but, um, now everything is back to normal. So I've been able to work out five times a week and skate three times a week. And does that change your approach at all for the off season, knowing you kind of have a normal, uh, training setup, uh, compared to last year? Obviously, I feel more confident going to a season. Last year, I felt like I wasn't prepared because I didn't have three months of off-ice training. But um, now I feel even more confident going to the season for sure. Now, overall, how's your off-season going? And have you done anything interesting, whether it's hockey or non-hockey related? Um, I actually went hiking with uh, one of my brothers and my parents. So that was really fun. And I just came back from... Uh, Calgary from the Hockey Canada camp so it was really fun just to be there with the best players in Canada and learning learning from the best coaches too. Oh, that, how was that experience uh, going against some of the best players like you just said 
but also uh, just having that experience uh, getting to represent your country in some fashion. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, I didn't know what to expect going there because of COVID and everything, but um, everything went well. We were on the ice a lot, so that was really fun, and especially for their players that were playing for Ivy League that didn't get to play this season. It was fun to, you know, see everyone again. It's always, like, the same, like, groups that get invited. So it was fun to see uh, friends at, the, at camp for sure. So let's transition a little bit and talk about the beginning of your hockey career and work all the way up to where you are now with Colgate. So you're from Blainville, Quebec. Uh, just talk about growing up there, what it was like, and how did you start playing hockey? Um, started playing hockey on the real team when I was five years old. Uh, but then I grew up with two brothers, and that were, they, were, they were playing hockey when they were young. So um, I wanted to do the exact same thing as them. Um, my parents would bring me to their games and I would just sit in the stands instead of running around with the kids and just watch them uh, practice and play and ask my parents to buy me my first pair of skates when I was two years old. Um, and then I started skating in the backyard rink with my brothers and my dad. Um, and then kind of, you know, my brothers were my role model when I was young and kind of reason why I started playing hockey. Yeah, and were they your favorite players growing up, or was there someone in the NHL that you might have looked up to that you try to model your game after, or maybe a women's hockey player on the national team? Uh, when I was really young, I thought uh, my middle brother was going to make the NHL because he was the only, you know, I didn't see a lot of players at that time. But um, growing up, I think Nick Crosby, I don't know, it's just an amazing player, and especially when he scored that overtime goal in Vancouver. That was kind of a big highlight. But on the female side, uh, Poulain is my favorite player of all time. I think she's the best player in, in the world right now. Have you had the chance to ever meet uh, Poulain before? Because I know she does a lot of stuff for Hockey Canada. Yeah, actually, I've been playing 3v3 with her this summer. So that was really fun to, you know, just watch her play. It's really, she's, she is just, she made things look so easy and, it's just all, it's always a pleasure to play with her and share the ice with her. Yeah, and especially for yourself, uh, mining her a lot growing up. Just how cool is it for yourself to like get to train with her? And when you first met her for the first time, was it kind of like a starstruck moment for yourself? Yeah, I was actually I think I was fourteen when I met her for the first time, and I don't know, I was didn't say a word. I was just so like amazed and everything because she had just scored the. It was after the Sochi Olympics, so it was like she was. You know, like she was like the, the biggest like female hockey player and everyone was just looking up to her. So I went to her. She was doing a camp with Willette at that time. And I went to her hockey camp with a bunch of little girls. And I was just amazed and really happy to be there with her. Now you're also mentioning that Crosby was one of your idols growing up. Uh, what was where were you when he scored that uh, gold medal uh, goal? on the Olympics um, 11 years ago, which is crazy to think about. It makes me feel old. Um, I was actually at a hockey game. I was playing, and we were just watching it in the, uh, the parking on their phones, and everyone was just so excited when he scored. Um, yeah, I'll remember this, this moment for the rest of my life. Well, as an American, you, it's, a, it's a tough memory, to, to say the least, you know, because you wanted America to win gold medal. So for me, it's a little bit of a more of a sadder memory than a happy one. But it's good to yeah. see that you got that goal for you. And I'm glad you got yeah. that experience. 
Now, uh, before Colgate, uh, you played for Stansted College. Um, how did you get the opportunity to go to that um, place, and what was that experience like for you? Um, it was my first year playing with girls. Uh, we went to a provincial camp at the end of the season, and the coach, her name is Sarah Vancourt, who was also a member of Team Canada, at the like in 2010 and 2006 and 10 um and then she was at my game and recruited me to go there and my dad was with me on the trip and um at first I didn't want to go there because I was only 14 and I thought it was early to leave home at such a young age but then when I went on the visit and uh, I just just like visiting the school and like meeting people and like they just valued school so much and I thought it was important for me to, you know, leave home and just face a new challenge and really grateful I took that opportunity. And how did you deal with that challenge of being away from home at such a young age and uh, how did it help prepare you for college uh, doing the same thing? Yeah, so it was really tough the first year. I was really homesick and I didn't speak English so that was really hard to just you know, go to school there. It's a really good school. And, um, you know, I called my parents a couple of times. I wanted to come back home, but I'm happy I stayed there. I think um, I grew a lot. I matured fast at such a young age. You know, mom was in there to cook me meals and do my laundry. So I learned how to grow on my own and mature at such a young age. Yeah, and obviously at such a young age, not speaking English and going to that school, what was the process like for trying to learn English, I guess? And um, because that's obviously an important skill to have uh, when you're playing hockey because you need that communication uh, with your teammates. Yeah, it was, I remember I was put in physics, like all the hard classes, and I did not understand a word of the teacher was saying. So it was really hard. I wasn't getting the best grades. Um, but you know, everyone, everyone around me was speaking English, so it kind of made my, you know, like the learning a, li a little bit easier. And um, now, like, I'm really happy that I got this opportunity to, you know, leave home and experience something different that people wouldn't experience, like, here in Quebec. Now, how did Stan said uh, help prepare you for college hockey with Colgate? Um, like I said, like Stan said was really, they really valued school and, you know, um, every day we had two hours of studying. So before going to Stan said, I wasn't really focusing on school a lot. Like I was just like hockey, hockey and like, but kind of like made me realize that school is really important. And, um, especially when you, when I went to Stan said, I realized that they were hockey, uh, they were college hockey. Uh, for us after high school. So I knew that I needed good grades to go to college. So Stansted really helped me, um, you know, valuing school a lot. Now, what was your recruitment process like and what made you want to go to Colgate uh, versus other schools uh, you might have looked at? I actually got the call when I was in grade 10 uh, from Colgate and I didn't know who they were at first because their program wasn't at the best place when they called me. Um, but I was looking for a really small campus in a small town, just like Stansted, because I really liked my time there. And when I went on the visit, um, I just, sounds cliche, but I just felt like I was at home and the coaches were really welcoming and I 
had the chance to talk to some of the girls and I could really see that they really liked their time here, there. And um, it just made my decision really easy. And when I left, I was like, I told my dad and my mom, like, I'm going to tell them I'm going there like tomorrow. And they're, they're like, oh, you got away just to see like other campuses. And I was like, no, I just want to go there. So it was a really easy decision for me, for sure. Now, what was the biggest adjustment you had to make to college hockey? Was it the speed of the game or just the physicality part of the game since you're going against players that are three and four years older than you are when you were a freshman? Obviously, the speed of the game. Um, high school, like, you can literally go from goal line to goal line and not having, like, not struggling, like, just carrying the puck from one end to another end. But, like, in college, it's really – um, you got to think fast and make your place uh, quicker than in high school. So that was the biggest adjustment for sure. Now in your first year at Colgate, you lost to Clarkson in the ECAC playoffs. Uh, what did you take away from that playoff experience, even though you lost and how did it help you uh, heading into your sophomore, junior and senior year now? It was obviously a tough loss. Um, I think we lost two zero on open net. Um, and then I think it was just really hard to see, you know, for the, the seniors um, and just the returning returning players that lost to them in the national championship game that the past year. And um, but I think in the season we beat them twice, so we kind of went to the playoff thinking it, it was going to be an easy game. But it just kind of made us realize how hard it is to win in the ECAC and um, kind of took that from – uh, for my sophomore, junior, and senior year, how hard it is to win in the league. Now, in your sophomore year, you got to play in the Nutmeg Classic uh, in Connecticut. Uh, what was that experience like, getting the chance to play against uh, opponents that you normally don't play during a normal regular season? It was actually really fun. I think we got to play against Minnesota Duluth, and that was really fun. Uh, they're a really good team, uh, really physical and fast. And it was kind of nice to – having the opportunity to play another team. And it was a really close game. I think we lost 2-1, but it was a really fun experience for our team. Now, heading into your upperclassmen years, what type of leadership did you want to bring to the team? And are you more of a vocal or lead-by-example type of player? I'd say I'm more of a lead-by-example, uh, but I've learned how to be more vocal. I think it's really important in the locker room to you know, say the right things at the right moment. So I've been you know, trying to – like. Um, bring like what I think is important to the table in the locker room for sure. Now this past year's college hockey season, you, your team faced a lot of challenges. Uh, one of those challenges was the amount of schedule changes that happened to your schedule, especially towards the beginning of the season with teams dropping out. So my question to you is how did you mentally deal with all those changes to your schedule and what was the key for maintaining flexibility uh, for this season? Um, well, we actually had a lot of Zoom meetings in the summer with our coaches and we kind of preparing for the worst of like not having a season to the best of like having a normal season. And when we found out that the Ivy Leagues weren't playing, we kind of knew that our season was just going to be playing against Quinnipiac, Slu and Clarkson. So we were kind of prepared for that situation. But um, I think her school got lucky we didn't get – too many COVID cases, so we were lucky enough to uh, play 19 games in the season. So we didn't face a lot of challenges in terms of changes. 
you also didn't play in front of any fans as well this past year. Um, how tough was that, uh, not playing in front of that crowd, especially having the successful season that your team had uh, winning the ECAC championship? And was it weird not playing in front of a crowd? And how do you try to bring energy uh, when there's no atmosphere outside of the ice? Uh, it was weird, not going to lie. Uh, we do get a lot of fans at our games. Um, but our team just wanted to play. And if it was without fans, we were ready. And we weren't complaining at all. We just wanted to play. And with the borders not open for most of the Canadian parents to cross, it was more of like, we just want to play our season and see what happens. And we thought we were going to have fans at the end of the season, but um, we didn't. So that was unfortunate, but I think we're really excited for next year. Everyone's just so excited to, you know, go to a game on campus. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot more fans because we didn't get the chance to see other sports last year. Now you were talking about to me. You were talking to me earlier about like the adjustment you had to make uh, when you were with Stansted, uh, being far away from home for the first time. But this year, uh, being far away from home, but also not having the chance to see your family during the season, how tough was that? And how did you use your experience at Stansted to help you uh, when you were doing with uh, that challenge? Um, it was hard for sure. My parents always come to our home home games in Clarkson because it's only two hours away from my house. Uh, but I would FaceTime a lot more than usually uh, with my parents and my brothers. But, um, you know, going to Stansted really, like, helped me, like, like not being that homesick and stuff. But this year was more being, like, grateful that, you know, we were playing a season and looking back at home and just the Ivy Leagues that weren't playing. Uh, I was just kind of, like, making us realize how grateful we were and if that's not, like, if it's – you're not going to see your parents then it's okay like we get to play hockey and some don't so uh, we were ready to do anything just to have a season now, something that was introduced to college hockey uh, last year as well was three and three overtime uh, as a fan they're very fun to watch but as a player what's it like to be a part of them and have that open ice and to have more offensive opportunities to score goals yeah i think it's the it's the greatest addition of college hockey i think um, we had two games that went into overtime and we won both. Uh, we've been practicing 3v3 because we know how important it is, just an extra point. Um, but it's really exciting as a player. Uh, you have a lot of space, like you said, and time. And when you're on the bench, you just can't wait to step on the ice again and try to make a difference to, you know, win the game at the end. Now your team drastically improved from your sophomore year to your junior year. Uh, what did your team do during the offseason to make such improvements and have that resume uh, to win the ECAC championship, but also to be a national uh, championship contender? Yeah, so I think what made the difference and the biggest improvements that, um, like I said earlier, we were preparing for the worst. Uh, we were mentally prepared for uh, the season and our coaches uh, said at the beginning of the summer that if there's a trophy to win at the end if there's only four teams we're going to win it and that was our goal uh, this past season that even if there's only four teams there's a trophy to win we're going to win it and I think everyone was just so focused on the task of winning and making history because that was our first playoff uh, win for us at Colgate. So it was a really cool year and I can't wait for next year. Yeah. Just talk about the coaching staff at Colgate. What's it like to be coached by uh, Greg Fargo and what have you learned under him uh, so far? 
Uh, he's a great coach. He's so calm. Um, you know, he cares a lot about his players. Um, you know, he's kind of like making, making sure everyone's okay if they're having a tough time, which I think um, I really like that about him. And he's just so calm. And, you know, going to Colgate, you just – we have like a thing. We say we play free. It's just not being scared of make, making mistakes. You can try something new on the ice. And, you know, the coaches won't be mad if you make a uh, mistake. So I think that's – um that's a really cool thing about our coaches that bring to the table now what was your team's mindset heading into the ECAC playoffs uh this past season uh after having a pretty solid regular season uh and getting home ice advantage as well um we were actually coming off of a really rough weekend against uh Quinnipiac I think we tied and lost um so we were playing Quinnipiac the first game of the playoff um, so we knew it was going to be a really hard game. Uh, Quinnipiac is a really fast team, and they're really physical. So we knew it was going to be a really hard game to win. And even with St. Lawrence, they're really good defensively. It's hard to score goals. Uh, they have a really good goalie. So it was a tough playoffs, but uh, I'm happy we won at the end. Yeah, in the ECAC playoffs, you'd be uh, Quinnipiac and St. Lawrence, like you just mentioned. Uh, just talk about those games, the challenges those opponents bring, and uh, how did it feel to beat those two opponents uh, in the most important games of the season? Yeah, like I said, like they're both really good teams. Uh, when the puck drops, you never know who's going to win. That's what I like about our league is that Every team can win at the end, and uh, Quinnipiac, like I said, they're big, they're physical, they're hard to play against, and Stewart just, just so fast, and they're really good defensively, and, um, you know, it's hard to score goals, and that's why the games are 2-1 and 3-1. They weren't really high-score uh, games, so, um, yeah, it was really fun to be part of, and kind of her team, to, even though there's only four teams competing, but um, it was really cool. Now, what, uh, what, what was your emotions going through your head, I guess, uh, when you finally won that ECAC trophy holding up in the air? Uh, what was going through your head, especially being an upperclassman and uh, going through all the challenges of a COVID year? Like, just talk, take me through what was going through your head uh, when you finally won that uh, championship. Yeah, it was really exciting, um, especially I was really excited for seniors. They went through a lot. Um, they made the national championship game their first year, so – we're just really happy that um, the season wasn't over and we were getting a chance of, you know, playing another game, an extra game. And um, we're just really excited for the seniors. And like I said, making history at school, it was just a really fun moment to be part of. Now you then advanced to the national tournament. Uh, just talk about what it was like being a player in the national tournament this year and just the atmosphere you got to experience, especially uh, this year with fans finally being back. Uh, at that national tournament game, albeit uh, at 25% capacity. So just talk about what it was like being a player in that setting, that atmosphere, and uh, what you took away from it. Um, it was my first time, so it was obviously really cool. Um, I think the NCAA did a really good job of welcoming us and making sure we were safe with COVID testing and stuff. And obviously having fans, uh, I was obviously really, really cool. We got to see a bunch of that we didn't see throughout the whole year. So um, it was really cool also to be the top eight team in the nation. And obviously we lost, but um, it was a really cool experience. 
Yeah, I want to talk a little bit about that game. You unfortunately lost that game to Minnesota Duluth. Uh, it was a very defensive game with two great goaltending performance, especially by your goaltender, uh, Kaylee Osborne. Uh, what was going through your head uh, when Duluth scored that goal, and how will you use that uh, game as motivation heading into your senior year? Like you said, it was a really uh, defensive game. Um, it was going back and forth the whole game, and the goalies were really solid, stopping everything. Uh, both teams hit a couple of posts in the game. Uh, we actually missed an open net, so it was kind of heartbroken, <laughs> kind of heartbroken at the end. But uh, when they scored, it was you know it's never fun to lose in the national championship uh, tournament, but also in overtime, it's it's even harder. And just to see, see the seniors that that was their last game, and you know like you just want at the end you just want to win the national championship for seniors and the whole team especially for the seniors and that was really tough to see uh, and realize that was our last game with the whole team together now what are some of your goals and expectations uh for next year uh with colgate uh we want to win again i think we kind of got a taste of it and we just want to win again um now that all teams are back, it's going to be even more uh, harder, but we're ready for the challenge and we just want to, you know, win the trophy when the whole, like all the teams are there competing. So we have the same goals that we had last year. Now, I want to ask you about some of the teammates you get to play with. One of the teammates, like I was just mentioning, it was your goaltender, Kaylee Osborne. Uh, just talk about how good of a goaltender she is and what's it like being your teammate? Like you said, she's a really good uh, goalie. Um, coming up for a freshman year, you know, you sometimes you don't get to play your freshman year, but she kind of showed the whole team that she was her first goalie and was ready to make a difference for her team. And she's just so good. It's just so hard to score against her in practices and kind of lucky that she's my goalie and I didn't. I don't have to play against her and she's just – she's always fun to be around, so – I'm really lucky that she's on her team. Another teammate I have to ask you about is Danielle Sardokny, uh, one of the best goal scorers in the ECAC. Uh, what's it like uh, going up against her in practice every day and seeing some of the moves that she pulls off? Yeah, obviously she's probably the most complete player I've played with. Um, she's an amazing player. She's good at everything. Um, I always try to go against her in practices because she's her best player and I just want to, you know, go against her and like, she, she makes my life a little bit harder, and I like that. And she just brings her best to every practices and games, and that's what I love about her the most. Now, you also get to play with uh, Allie Simpson, and in my opinion, I think she's the most underrated or one of the most underrated players in college hockey. Uh, what's it like uh, playing with her, uh, especially as a defensive partner? Yeah, she's also – a great player. She has a really hard shot uh, that I blocked like twice in practices. So that wasn't really fun. But yes, yeah, like you said, she's a really good defense. Uh, defense, and she's really underrated. And um, that she's getting the opportunity to represent Team USA is big for for her and for her school too. Now, the final teammate I want to ask you about is uh, your former senior leader, uh, Kendall Williamson. Uh, she's been a part of Colgate for a long time now. Uh, talk about what she was like as a teammate and how she helped your transition into college hockey. Uh, Kenny is, uh, you know, it's funny because you talk about her because I texted her this morning. Um, she's one of the best teammates I've ever had. Uh, you know, she's always really happy to be at the rink. Um, she always has 
smile, a smile on her face. And uh, she's just really fun to be around. And, um, and we're going to miss her next year a lot for sure. Now we're now in a segment I like to call the non-hockey segment uh, where I ask you some non-hockey questions just to get to know you a little bit uh, off the ice. Now my first non-hockey question to you is uh, what is the most interesting thing you've seen or read this week? Um, This week? Well, I bought an Instant Pot to cook. I've been reading recipes. It's not really interesting, but that's what I've been reading this week and printing recipes uh, for college. Nice. Uh, what's the, have you cooked anything on it yet or you're going to wait until you get back to school? I actually got it last night. So I've been just cooking rice, uh, just meal prepping for the week because my parents are gone. So oh, yeah, nice. I'm going to make chicken, I think tonight. So we'll see how it goes. Oh, you got to let me know on that. I'm not the best cook, but it's sometimes fun to try and see if you can make yeah. anything good. Now, what music uh, do you like to listen to, whether it's uh, before a game or just in general? Uh, honestly, I like every type of music. I'm not really picky. Um, in the summer, I like to listen to country songs, especially by the pool. I think it's a great vibe. But before games, uh, rap songs, but everything that's like whoever's on Knox, like I'm not really picky and like would listen to anything. Uh, what is your biggest pet peeve? Uh, bad drivers, I think. <laughs> Mm-hmm, that's mine too. Bad drivers, yeah. Now, last non-hockey question, or we'll guess a couple more non-hockey questions, is who's the funniest teammate uh, you have at Colgate? Oh, uh, that's a tough one. Um, I think my freshman year senior, her name is Olivia Zafudo. I think she is so hilarious, and every time I was around her, I'd just laugh all the time. Um, yeah, I'd say Olivia Zafudo for sure. Now, who has the best style on the team uh, besides yourself, obviously? Um, I'd say either Sid Bard or Caitlin O'Donohoe. They have really good style on the ice. I have to say uh, Colgate has probably the best uh, jerseys in college hockey, in my opinion, definitely in the ECAC, but it's uh, really cool. I like the, some of the alternate jerseys that your team yeah. wore uh, this year, the throwbacks. I thought that was kind of sick. Thank you. I think we got a lot of um, negative like comments about our jerseys. So that's, that's oh, really, I thought it yeah. looked cool. I like the throwback sometimes. I think yeah, it looks like, nice. I think it's good to be a little bit different uh, yeah. than other teams just because it's kind of boring to see the same type of jerseys mm-hmm. over and over again. So there's no tripping uh, from our, and I think it's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Now back to some hockey questions. Now, um, have you gotten the chance to meet any of your new teammates? I saw that there was a lot of some transfers that are coming into Colgate uh, next year. Uh, one of them is national championship winner, Dara Gregg. And then there's a lot of, uh, obviously a lot of freshmen that are coming into the team next year as well. So have you gotten the chance to meet those players and how excited are you to play with them? Yeah, we actually, I actually had the, I had a Zoom call with them in March, last March. So I got the chance to meet them on Zoom. And then we've had a couple of Zoom meetings uh, with the team. So I've been able to see their faces on the screen. But uh, like you said, Dara will be a great addition to her team. Has a lot of experience. So really happy to meet, I think, eight new incomers. So it's going to be really exciting for a team to meet uh, eight new players for sure. Now, what advice would you give a younger player who's trying to pursue a Division One college hockey career? Honestly, a simple one, just have fun. I think hockey is the best 
sport in the world and just having fun makes your life easier and just not putting too much pressure on yourself and not letting others tell you that you can't achieve your dreams. Uh, what should be done to help grow women's hockey in your opinion? I feel like there's been a lot of strides that have been made, but obviously there's still a long way to go uh, to make it this, uh, to have the exposure that it deserves in my opinion. Yeah, I think coverage uh, would help. Um, I honestly, the amount of time I hear people say, Oh, I watched the, my first women's hockey game. Like, Oh, I didn't think you guys were that good. I didn't think you guys were that fast. Uh, and it's just, bring awareness to the women's side and um, especially for the younger girls, if they can see a hockey game on TV, then they can inspire to be uh, one of these women on TV. So I think it's coverage and awareness to the women's game. Now, do you have any shout outs you'd like to give uh, to any of your teammates, former teammates, family members or friends uh, before this interview ends? Obviously, my family, I think they're the reason why um, I play college hockey, supporting me all the time, uh, you know, making sacrifices for me to, you know, like waking up, waking up early to go to practice. Um, one big shout out goes, I think, my high school coach, Sarah. Uh, I think she's, she made me uh, grow into the person that I am today in the player. And I'm really grateful that I got the opportunity to be coached by her and, Obviously, all my teammates at Colgate and past teammates and coaches uh, that, you know, college hockey is the best four years of your whole life. And it's kind of crazy that I have one year left then. But I'm really excited to go back and uh, get the season on the way. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Rosie. I really appreciate it. I think you're a great player, but you're also an even better person as well. So I just want to let you know that. I wish you all the best for this upcoming season and take care and stay safe. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who listened to today's episode. I really appreciate it, and it means a lot to me. Make sure you follow our social media accounts, and I'll see you guys next time with another great episode. But until then, take care, everyone, and have a great day. Bye.